crib. Just tryna show him how to live. Just tryna show him this ain't it. Just tryna get him out of here. This ain't the life no more to live. And this honestly how I feel. I'm tryna heal. Cause I ain't here when I'm here. But I'm here, I'm still living. I'm still living for y'all too. I don't wanna see him dead. They misled. And I don't ever wanna see my people dead. Cause y'all family. If we ain't family, it ain't shit that you can say. My face is great. It won't change. It won't never be the same. It won't ever be the same again. No more. Been tryna hold all this pain within. For so long. But I don't know if I can do it. That shit you did was really stupid. You did it all to yourself. It ain't shit that I can do. I'm very disappointed in myself. I really? I've been waiting for this moment ever since I was a kid. I told my brothers that I got. Been saying this since a kid. They told me wrong. What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Against Given Odds. My name is Mad Dog Madison. At least that's what I like to call myself. This is a place where you ain't got to be perfect, but you got to try to be your best. I'm building this community for the everyday working folks. And yes, that includes entrepreneurs because this is a place for growth. Some of the things we'll be speaking about is mindset, health, wealth, lifestyle. Yes, because this is the place where I want to see you be your best. Let's get it and let's go. What's good, man? I got a very special guest here. Man, we're just going to sit here. We're going to chill. We're going to vibe out, man. And I want you to get a, get to know him a little bit. And all it is is just networking, getting to know people, just feeling that there's other people out here just like you and you can over, overcome anything. So what's good, man? What's going on? What's going on? Man, it's amazing to be able to have you on here, man. Can you introduce who you are? Yeah, um, my people back home in Florida, they call me D-Dash, so I like to be called D-Dash. D-Dash. Yeah. Yeah. Man, let me tell y'all. This man is cool, man. This is what you'll call a cool cat for real, man. Like when you say vibe out, when you say real, when you say honesty, when you say that when you're looking for a brotherhood, this is somebody that you're looking at for real, man. So man, we know you got so many umbrellas. So one of the umbrellas that I like to point out is used to be former law enforcement. Yeah. Man, how was that? Can you get into it a little bit? Like it's actually, definitely not what Let's, yeah, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's go a little bit right. deeper, actually. So when I say a little bit deeper, what did it start in the beginning for you? Like, was you always someone that stayed out of trouble? Was you somebody that's always, like, uh, never had any trouble? Like, what did it start before law enforcement? Shit, I, I, if I want to be honest, I was like a little hood rat. Um, <laughs> I was, I had a had a, 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 a interesting past, but it did take me a long time to get into law enforcement, for sure. Um, it took me about a good, I think, about 10 years because I, I, I try to do that like 18 and 20 and then 22, probably 24, again, 25 or something like that. Sit 26. Yeah. No, not even, eight, not even 10 years, but like close to like 10 years. And it was just like a lot of ups and downs and stuff like that. It was like, I'm not getting a job. I'm not, I'm not qualified. And, and I actually, I'm, I'm actually grateful for the, those, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, but those experiences. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't even mature enough to be a police officer. Like, there should be an age bracket, you know what I'm saying, before you start wearing that uniform and having some form of authority because you're 21, 22, and you think you know something, you really don't know shit, you know? So it's like, um, I'm glad I wasn't a cop back then versus when I was in, like, my early, my late 20s and going into my 30s, I was I became a cop, yeah. Yeah, so with so many different occasions, like, you, you've been whatever you was doing, you living life. And basically it came down to that point where it's like, okay, I want to be a cop now, but it was obstacles along the way, whether it may have been with you or with law enforcement, whatever it may have been. Yeah. So from, so from that span of around 10 years, it took you to get into it. But at yeah, the end actually, of the day, I actually put myself to the, um, the Academy because I, I applied, I applied to so many jobs out of Florida and nobody was hiring at the time, like at all. 
And my sister, she's the one who actually convinced me. She was like, if you're not getting a job here, just move to Atlanta and maybe you can get a job in Atlanta. And I was like, it's going to be the same fucking you know, outcome. I'm still not going to get the job. And she was like, well, just put yourself through the academy. And she didn't even know you can put yourself through the academy. She just said it. And I didn't even know I can put myself through the academy. So, so there's I, a couple of things right there. Like, I like to stop you there because you just you just hit like three different things. And first off, I'm going to go back. And when you was talking about the age thing, like you feel like that you need to mature a little bit. So you said 21 should be around that age. How old do you think? Like late, close to damn near 30. So you think you should be close anybody, to 30? Anybody, anybody at 21, 22, 23, 24. I know people at 25 that don't know nothing about life. But, but what yeah. about? But, but but the military allow you to go in at eighteen, sometimes yeah. seventeen. So what do you think about that? They they throwing a weapon in your hand. You supposed to be protecting uh, your country. So the military don't care about that because at the end of the day, they're gonna they're gonna break you down to build you up the way they want you to get built up. You know what I'm saying? So the younger the better. It, it was kind of hard for them to. You already you, you seen the experience that I went through. Like it, I didn't have that. I didn't have that experience like everybody else because they looked at me more as like a mature dude who had that experience, and I wasn't going through that. But at the same time. Um. Yeah, like uh, the the military is just a it's a, just a different branch. It's like a different a different way of life and stuff like that. So when it comes to the civilian stuff, and again, yeah, the military they build you up. You're, like you, we got we got sergeants and different. You know what I'm saying uh, people above us watching us at all times and stuff like that. And we're living in the barracks. Like, yeah, we're gonna be doing dumb shit, but it's not like being a civilian with some form of authority. Can you imagine an eighteen year old telling you what to do and stuff like that? So. I don't know. It's just it's just a different world, military versus law enforcement. Yeah, man. So definitely when you get ready to say that, man, it's, it's so I get what you're saying. It's a totally different world. So you say law enforcement probably got you ready more for the military. Oh, for sure. Or, so, yeah. So it doesn't even matter about the breaking down and building up type stuff for the maturity wise. Are you saying that or is no, it I'm like saying, I'm saying the maturity wise? I'm, the I'm saying the maturity wise of like I I know me back then even with a lot of my, my people's back home, like I know for a fact we wasn't kids who needed some form of authority. Like it shit would have just been really bad. And I'm saying and there's a lot of times that they hire people, especially in law enforcement, who think they got that maturity, but they don't. They don't you know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then we get stupid situations where you see on TV and this and that, and they don't not, and even like, like, um, like you see a whole bunch of, I don't, I don't even want to, I don't like bringing race in it because racist is like kind of stupid, but yeah, like you see a you see a, a a white guy who's never been in the hood, patrolling the hood, and he don't know how to he don't know how to interact with hood. Don't know how to yeah, don't know how to address him, don't know how to speak to him, don't know how to interact. Come in trying to press everybody because it's more like this is the law, and it's yeah. like using the law instead of using real life tactics because yeah. people have been through that. Yeah, for sure. Like because I was I was in the hood, so in my mind, if I'm patrolling a hood area, I know how to talk to these people without how it's not going to escalate to. This and that, you know, and um, that's only like the really unfortunate situation. Like they just don't know. And even with that one dude, I, I, don't, I forgot his name right now. That's on the tip of my tongue. who just killed, got killed by those five cops. Yeah, my and, bad. Um, let me correct that name. It's Tyree. I just want to make sure I got that name right. But but yeah, I, I get exactly what you're saying is is people that don't have your experience and maturity or people just is, is bad situations out here. And for you to go there and, and then let's backtrack just a little bit more. You were saying that you put yourself through the academy. I didn't know. I had no idea you can do that either. So how did that happen for? So if anybody want to go and do law enforcement or anything, like, is that something still that's possible or is it something? So it is still possible. And how do you do that? You just got to get it. First, you got to get, um, 
um, approved by a school. So once you get you once you go to a school that actually has a police police academy program, you got to get approved. You got to give them your credentials. You got to you got to pass the background, obviously, just like it would be anything in law enforcement and stuff like that. Um, and then depending on the school, it can range from three thousand dollars or to ten thousand dollars. But if you have the money, then you're good to go. The thing is, the thing that sucks is that you're actually not getting paid to go to the school. So you actually have other dudes who got hired from departments getting paid while they're going through the academy. And you're not the guy getting paid. You're actually fronting the bill and you ain't getting no two week check. You know what I'm saying? So if you have something saved or you have some money saved and you have that that extra free time or that leeway to, you know, do that, then yeah, but the the best route is always to, you know, get hired because it, it is expensive. Nobody just has ten thousand dollars or three thousand dollars just laying around if they could. If they if it was like that, then a lot of people would do it, you know. So that's the reason why they go to um getting hired route. Mind you, if you get hired, though, if you go through the hire route, you're going to be in a contract for like two years with the department. So, Yeah, definitely get to definitely understand what you're talking about, man. It's like so it is something that is possible and there's so many obstacles and so many things that you may have to do, whether it may coming up with the funds or trying to find a school that's a, that will accept you. But how tough is it? Like when you got into it, was it what you thought it would be? Like is, how tough is it? It's everything I thought it was going to be. I actually, I actually enjoy that more than the experience in the military. Um, I felt like it was a more like brotherhood in a sense, because it wasn't like it wasn't like um, you meeting different people all the time. You're actually dealing with the same people every day for like six months, you know. And it's not like you're um. And it, it was like I was I was I went through like a military school in a sense. So like that's why I was like it was so easy for me to like transition into like the military world. Um. But um, it's, it's a lot of book reading. It's a lot of studying. It's, not, it's, not, it's, it's something that you just can't take lightly. I don't I don't care what anybody say. If they say they went to the police police academy, it was easy. Good for you. But for me, I ain't, I'm not a, a a book smart type dude. So it, it took a lot of effort and energy. And if you really want to do something, you're going to make that shit happen. And I made it happen. So you just got to take it seriously. It ain't a joke. Yeah. So what you say, like, what you say was a good career. So I, I heard you speaking very highly of it and all the things and all the obstacles and all these different things. So I can imagine that it probably was a good career for you. Uh, so people wonder if that was the case, why was it, why did you transition from the, from being an officer to going into the military? Um, I thought the, I thought I've always wanted to like serve my country. So um, even as a kid, I was just, again, young and numb and wasn't, really focused on doing anything outside of what I was doing at the time. And after the experience of the military, I mean, after the experience of law enforcement, I was like, you know what? I think I am mature enough to actually serve something bigger than the city. I can serve, you know, my country. And that's what I, I joined for. That was my initial intention intentions to join, uh, to serve for uh, the, to serve for my country. Um, and then, you know, everything else transpired after that. So. Yeah. So how long was you actually in law enforcement before you transitioned? Uh-huh. Close to three years. Three years. Three years. So do you see, like, if you can re- redo everything, would you have saw yourself being in the law enforcement longer? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So well, I, well my plan was to actually go into – I was going to be in law enforcement, do my two or three years in the military, four years, and then, and then go back into law enforcement and stuff, you know. But, you know, the military, they beat you up. You know, your knees and your body ain't the same no more. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a lot of things that 
that limitates me as well. And I, I definitely know where you're coming from. And it, and it, that's a whole different story for a whole nother day. So we'll leave that right there. But um, but it's like it's trying to get through to trying to get to the better part of our life. So it's just it's an amazing story to transition all the way from when you said that it was rough and things went on as you was younger and you getting older and all the way and you transition from being a to having to do something yourself, having to financially be stable to be able to make make that bill, pay that bill to get into law enforcement and then transition to that to the military. So it's basically just you continuing to grow, right? Yeah. I was I, I was blessed though, because it's like my sister, she was in a situation where she can actually let me stay in her house. Like I wasn't actually paying rent the first few months living in um Atlanta doing the police academy. I was actually living with her. And then yeah. once I was once I was able to get my job with a department, which was an excellent department. I love everybody at the department. Um, I was able to get my own apartment and then you know, say make money and have my own uh, pay my bills and stuff like that. But if I didn't have that extra like that safety net, which is my sister, I didn't I wouldn't have that extra ten thousand dollars to, you know, pay that stuff. So it's, it's it's hard. It's not it's not that easy. But you know, if you got some form of help, it's always good. I don't think anybody makes it successful in life without some form of help. You have to have help and shit. So yeah, and it's definitely good to point out because I have a lot of so the people that I bring on to my podcast, it's definitely people that's gone through things before and they all have overcome it and they have found they've had different ways and different paths to be able to get to a certain point that they that they're at now. Yeah. And and I believe it's important to paint the picture that even though there's certain things and so many different obstacles that comes up in life, that it is that you are capable of getting through it and becoming a better version of yourself. Would you agree with that? Yeah, facts. 100%. Yeah. And you always have to to be able to want to, you you always have to be able to, you know, stay quiet and listen. That's how you can say, you you can't sit there and always know something. If you know something, then what's the point of talking to you, you know? Yeah. And people, people must know that even though there's obstacles, even though you can get through things, like another thing that I would like to point out is like, for myself and for him, I, I'm not sure if he's going to agree 100% or not, but I know for myself, it's like, as I'm sitting here telling you that there's certain obstacles that you'll be able to overcome and be able to get there. There's certain things that, you, that you're that you going to deal with for the rest of your life. There's certain things that's going to affect you for the rest of your life, but it's trying to figure out another way around it. For example, for myself, uh, I would like, it's a lot of things I would like to get out and do, like at least before I joined the military. Yeah. But from certain occasions or certain things that happened inside of the military, it prevents me now from going out and going to do that because I can't do some of the things that I do. So, so for example, some of the things I do, I sit at home, I sit here and I do podcasts and I'm not face to face with a lot of people because there's certain things that I cannot accept. You know, I, I can't be around a whole lot of people at one time. And at least that's for the point right now, but I don't know if that may change or not, but it's a simple fact that some things you have to deal with, and there's some, and but you got to find another way around it. So I'm not sitting here and trying to make it as if you can, everything is going to be easy to overcome and everything is going to be simple because there's going to be difficult times in life and there's going to be things that roadblocks inside your life. You got to figure out how to get around it. So that's something that I would like to express to a lot of people too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, it's, it's definitely going to be a lot of road, roadblocks and whatnot, but like you said, you got to, find ways to overcome it and keep it pushing. You just can't sit here and be stagnant. 
and worrying about something that's it's not going to change. Yeah, and that's and it's so important that people get that because you go on a lot of podcasts or you go on a lot of TV shows or all these type of different things. It's like it's crazy. A lot of people's not they only going to show you the good part. They're going to show you they're going to show you all the things that's supposed to be glamorous and all these type of things. It's not always glamorous. It's it's things you got to get through. It's obstacles you got to get through. There's and that's why I named my podcast Against Giving Odds because. We all go through things. We all have things that we have to deal with. But at times, it's trying to get through those. It's trying to fight against the given odds. Yes. It's trying to get to a better predicament in life. And everybody have their own path. Yeah. And 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 from being able to know you and know what type of person you are and surrounding myself around people like you, it, give, it gave me a better opportunity to find a different path along the way because it's just a different perspective in life. So with certain obstacles and things that's in my life that if I come and speak to people like you, you'd be like, man, just think of it like this. This is the way to think of it or something like that. And that may be a better way for me to handle something yeah. because, you know, we can go talk to a counselor every day, man. And I'm not telling nobody don't do it because I'm not telling you, if you need to speak to a counselor, go do it. Therapy is a must. I think everybody should. Yeah. Yes. But at the same time, it's somebody that you, that you know that could that could give you some advice as well. There's some things that a therapist is not going to tell you. There's some things that a therapist won't touch on. That person's my dad for sure. Yeah. So so we all got somebody like that, man. And it's so it's like finding somebody like that is very important. And I know I don't have a lot of time with you because like I said, I know that you're busy, man. You take decent care of his body. You for know, sure. because he has to, man. Definitely with things that but I ain't going to say it here, but definitely deals, deals that he have to deal with. But he has to be the best that he possibly can, man. Yeah. But it's like, it's not, like I said, some of the things we speak about, mindset, health, wealth, lifestyle, all those type different things, man. So when you get around to those different things, it's just the mindset. It's the health. Trying to, like, you may not be the healthiest person. And everybody like, oh, you need to be jacked. Or, man, you need to have the best diet. Or, man, it, man sometimes you just got to do the best. No, it's not even about being like physically, physically healthy. Is you gotta have that mental health first. Yes. Anything, you don't got the mental health, you can't really do anything. If you stuck, you know, I don't, I'm, I ain't trying to curse in too much on your podcast, but if you fucked up mentally, it's like, man, hey, this is the place where you be real, man. Hey, this yeah, is the place where you're gonna be real. So you yeah, the mindset when it comes to certain things, and and you know, keep it pushing, like definitely. Oh shit, I spoke to my, one of my therapists today and stuff like that. So. You just got to keep it pushing. Yeah, that's all it is, man. You got to keep it pushing, man. And it's like, and I could get on, like I said, I can get on here and we can sit here and tell you everything and some stories that we remember back in the day from our lives or whatever it may be. And we can sit here and tell you, oh, everything's just perfectly fine and everything's good. But at the same time, I want you to see that there is good and there's bad. You know that, of course, you know that. And, and it's like, but at the same time, with good and bad and with and obstacles and when certain things go wrong, certain things go right, it's like you got to handle it. You got to figure out your way of handling it. You got to get to your better place. So that's why when I say this podcast is a place where growth is important. It's growing past that point that if things happen, so what? Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Just yeah. get past it and grow. Yeah. So that's what it is, man. And nobody that I'm going to bring on here, I can promise you, if they're being honest with themselves, they're going to tell you that the roses. Uh, that the roses smell like a cake. Like, if you get what I'm saying, like, it's not going to be, they're not going to be able to paint the most beautiful picture of life, but they're going to be able to tell you, okay, it was obstacles in life. There was something that happened. There's, there's 
a certain point that I was at, and this is where I'm at now. Whether yeah. it may be the most beautiful picture of where they are now, or it may be a point where, like, okay, I'm here. Um, I'm getting through my struggles. Sure. I'm getting through some of my obstacles. That is growth right there for y'all. So don't sit here on all the social media stuff, whether it may be on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want to get on, where they edit all these videos and edit all these pictures and everything is perfect and you never see nobody with a frown on their face, no freckles, no anything. That's fake, man. That's fake. Don't and don't don't be looking at people with them sad videos thinking that's real, too, because that's just bullshit, too. And I don't like like if you got a lot of energy to set up the camera to put it at this angle to show that you're sad and then post it on social media. Motherfucker, yeah. you ain't sad. Like, you know, I don't see that. So, yeah. And I ain't going to tell you, and I ain't going to sit here and I'm, I ain't going to tell you like I'm man enough and I'm big enough. Like I said, I have disabilities. I have struggles. I have things that I deal with. So I'm not ashamed to say those things, yeah. but uh, what you see right here between me and him, these are people that are real with you. These are people that, it's going through things, whether it may be right now we're going through things or we've gone through it in the past or whether we ever going to reach something, which we will sooner or later. But it's like at the end of the day, this is real. Yeah. This is what you can like. You don't see us like it's all smiles the whole time. And like you turn on a video and be like, yes, and they smiling like you don't see us like this is real stuff, man. So. I feel like it's very important wherever you spend your time on, wherever you spend your time. Let me let, for example, if I get on my phone and I see everybody smiling, everything I get on, everybody is smiling. I'm scrolling through my phone. That's probably not real. If I get on, go watch a video and all this type of stuff. And this is, they always smiling. When are you upset? When are you sad? When are some of these times that's not these times? And man, I, I, I try painting this picture because I see so many of these people falling for this trap and the, and the kids these days that are growing up, yeah. they think that this is real. They think that I have to be like that. I have to, I have to put on all this makeup. I have to dress like this to be a certain, right? Like you don't have to do that, man. Just be you. Yeah. You have to be you. You got to figure out what is the best you. Yeah. And unfortunately you got to go through the circle to find out. Definitely, man. Be happy all the time, especially and expect to know who you really are. He really don't. Yeah, you know, you know that there's pain. There's pains with with things that you deal with in life, and then there's a there's a whole different thing where people have that pain where, oh, I don't look like this, I don't sound like this, I don't dress like this, and people start to get down from that. Yeah. Definitely the kids, and they're like, oh, life sucks. And then slowly but surely they start to get depressed. I'm just hoping I could be the best version of a of a man that my son sees, so you don't have to see somebody else on Instagram and follow their tracks. You just follow my tracks and call it a day. That's so, all it is, man. You man. gotta focus on you and just do what you gotta do for yourself. And that's all it is, man. As simple as that. Hey, thank you. We ain't got much more to say than that, man. I wanted to show you what real is. I wanted to get on here and I wanted to talk about some experiences. I wanted to show you not every not every story that I get on and I share with you, it's going to be something where somebody turns out to be the best millionaire ever. But this is life. Yeah. You know, 99% of people are not going to be millionaires. <laughs> but does that mean that 99% don't, don't matter? 
And that's what the point of this podcast is for. Sure. All the rest of the podcast, they can show that 1%. But I'm going to be here to speak about the 99 because that's the working people. That's the entrepreneurs. Those are the people that's trying to build to be their best. For the law enforcement people, people who don't like law enforcement, don't believe everything you see on TV. It's not like that. I promise you. I promise you it's not like that at all. Everybody goes through their experiences, but it's not like that. So I support everybody. I don't care what color. I love, love, love is love. That uniform shit is, that's not a, that's not, it's not a color. So it's a job. So the humans too. I promise you the humans. <laughs> Funny that you say that. Not too many people say it. You know, everybody, everybody look bad at the, look down at the cops and they like this group of cops did this and they, they, they put this doggone stigma on every cop that's around. You gotta put if you wanna put a stigma, you gotta put a stigma on everything. There's doctors who be doing a lot of fuck shit. <laughs> Lawyers do fuck shit, judges do fuck shit. So you gotta put a stigma. You can't just only do it for law enforcement, you know. There's bad apples everywhere, and I'm not justifying it, but it's not it's not what you see on TV, I promise you. I live both I lived as a civilian doing hood rat shit and I lived as a cop doing the right shit, and I'm telling you, hey, it's not like you see on TV. I can guarantee you and uh, hey, if we've been real. Smart folks, they, they 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 use law enforcement for for for. I'm not gonna go kill somebody or hurt somebody myself. They got people getting paid for that. They got paid. They got people to go. You do something to me, I'm gonna make a phone call. No, I'm not a snitch. That's child stuff. Talking about you a snitch. No, I'm not a snitch. I'm utilizing my resources. You got to learn how to use your resources. If you don't know how to learn how to utilize your resources, you're gonna be messed up, man. That's why you see a lot of young people. And I'm not just picking on young people, but you see a lot of people that I'm going to go handle situations myself and they end up in a pen. Yeah. But the smart people, they're like, okay, you want to do this to me? Okay, bet. They get on that phone. Somebody else pull up. The same people that was acting ignorant to you, they probably going to act ignorant to them or they're going to get something to get right. And guess what? You ain't got to deal with that situation no more. But we definitely appreciate you for coming on, man. Hey, can you give us one word of advice, man? Like any advice that you will leave with us, man? Be yourself. Don't follow nobody else's footsteps. You can find your own path. Do what you got to do. Obviously, be open to learn stuff, but always be yourself. Don't just be you. It's only one of you, so just be you 100%. There you go, man. You hear it. Thanks for watching Against Giving Odds, everybody. Hey. This is real as you're going to get it. Hey, if you want something more gimmick me is than this, then you go go watch it on YouTube, something way over, and somebody's going to put on some skit for you, man. This right here, we ain't go rehearse this. We say, oh, man, this was hey, – totally did it. I was like, God damn. <laughs> I, was like, I was nervous for a second. But I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Literally, we jump on camera, man, and we just be real, and this is what this is going to happen at, man. Appreciate it. I'm out. You already know. I'm very disappointed in myself. I really I've been waiting for this moment ever since I was a kid. I told my brothers that I got. Been saying this since a kid. They told me, Ron, don't stop. But I don't feel like this thing. You gotta finish what you start. You gotta show them who you are. You gotta know who really there. I know it hurt, just play your card. I swear to God, I really care. And I ain't mean to break your heart. My feelings all up in there. They all the way up in the stars. For real. For real. Real, they all the way up in the stars. Been trying to get over it. Over what? How I feel. Every day I'm on some shit. Just trying to get my people.